This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good afternoon. I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan. It's Monday the 1st of March. In your Sport Today, the lockdown in Auckland is disrupting the cricket and netball tournaments and expert opinions on the cause of the Tiger Woods car crash. Plus, Bruce McAvaney retires from AFL commentary and the Champions League streaming rights find an unlikely new home. All right, let's dive in. The seven-day lockdown over in Auckland has thrown both the cricket and netball into some disarray, with the T20 Series and Constellation Cup having to move their planned games this week. Starting with the cricket gem, the Level 3 lockdown in Auckland and Level 2 lockdown everywhere else means the rest of the series will now be played in Wellington, with no crowds present for the first two matches at least. We'll know more about the crowds for Sunday once New Zealand cricket gets updated advice from the government later this week. Separate to all this, there's a bit on the go for Cricket Australia right now. New Zealand is up 2-0 in the series and they're hoping for the team to avoid quarantine after some Aussie states now require that for anyone coming home from Auckland. Also, they've now confirmed Aaron Finch will captain Australia at the T20 World Cup in India next month, despite current criticism of his performance. Over in the netball, the Constellation Cup will now be fully held in Christchurch with no crowds after Netball New Zealand decided to move the last two games there from Tauranga. The first game of the series kicks off tomorrow and the cup runs until Sunday. And currently the only match spectators might get to watch live is the last one on the 7th. This disruption comes off the back of a pretty big change for how the Diamonds are being run by new coach Stacey Marinkovic, which sees the team have four rotating captains for this series instead of just Caitlin Bassett, with no word yet on who the captains will be. Former coach Lisa Alexander's come out over the weekend with some pretty strong criticism of the choice to trial a new approach in the cup. But Diamonds defender Courtney Bruce has said that she thinks Mirinkovic is trying to have a full squad of leaders and has brought a sense of calm to the team. Should be an interesting week of sport across the ditch, Gem. Yeah. Three forensic car crash experts have spoken out about what they think caused Tiger Woods' car crash last week, Gem. And they're saying that they think the evidence indicates he fell asleep behind the wheel. They noted a couple of reasons for this, in particular, the way Woods' car appeared to continue straight rather than staying on the road as it curved. Yep, they think he was either unconscious, suffering from a medical episode, or fell asleep and didn't wake until it was too late. But they don't think he was speeding as the injuries he sustained don't match up to a higher speed. It's worth pointing out, though, that these experts aren't actually connected to the case itself, Greg, and their theories haven't been confirmed by LA police. What we do know is that Woods himself is back online. He's currently getting rehab at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center. And today, Tiger himself tweeted a message of appreciation to everyone who'd been donning his classic red polo black pants combo over the weekend in tribute to him. Yeah, he said every golfer and fan in the red shirts is truly helping him get through this tough time right now. They include current world number eight Rory McIlroy and Aussie Jason Day. Even the maintenance staff at the PGA Tour dressed up for him as well, Gem. We'll chuck a link to some of the tributes in the episode notes. Legendary commentator Bruce McAvaney has announced his retirement from calling AFL matches. McAvaney isn't just known to AFL fans, though Jamie's commentated some of Australia's biggest sporting moments, including Kathy Freeman's iconic win back in the 2000 Olympics. 
And while he won't be returning to Channel 7's AFL team this year, he hasn't changed his commitments to any other sports. That's right, Greg. He said he feels like it's the right time to step back from AFL. He has great faith in the Channel 7 2021 team and he's hopefully still got Tokyo on the cards later this year. McAvaney also said the decision has nothing to do with his health, in case any of our listeners are wondering if this is connected to his 2017 leukaemia diagnosis. And if, like me, Greg, you're wondering who's going to replace him, well, the managing director of Seven Melbourne, Lewis Martin, has said you don't replace Bruce, and instead they're focusing on building a team with their own personas and calling styles. Yeah, there's no big name signings on the cards, but we can apparently expect a mix of the current team and some new faces as well. Geez, it's going to be pretty different not having the classic McAvaney style of commentating though especially in the finals though Jem end of an era yeah he brought a lot of energy to it I'm going to miss him I think For those who are enjoying watching the UEFA Champions League play out so far this year, we've got some news for the 2021-2022 season. You'll need to watch it on a new streaming service called SportsFlick instead of Optus Sport. Since it launched in late 2020, SportsFlick has been mainly known for some niche sports. So, Jem, it's a bit of a dark horse situation. Yeah, up until now, you might only have heard of SportsFlick if you're watching Indian baseball and Nicaraguan football, but they've now scored a $60 million three-year deal for the league kicking off next season. It's a big increase on the last deal the league had with Optus Sport and Sports Flick won it in a blind auction, which is meant for a few weeks industry wasn't actually sure who'd won the rights. It's definitely an interesting time for sports and how they're being divvied up across platforms, Gem, with so many contenders now in play. Especially as some research from Gemba Group late last year showed that 72% of consumers had maxed out their spending on sport and entertainment, and nearly one in five people were looking to cut their costs in that area. We'll put a link to that study in our episode notes. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, we mentioned on Friday that supercars were kicking off and at Bathurst, no less. Shane Van Gisbergen was unstoppable. He won both races over the weekend. Quick stats, he's a Kiwi, he drives a Holden, and he won the championship back in 2016. So he's off to a cracking start to have another go for the title in 2021. And the next round of the supercars is March 20th at Sandown in Melbourne. Good on him. That's a good weekend for him. <laughs> There's another good weekend in sport. We just had Australian Alexi Poprin take out his first ATP title over at the Singapore Open with a pretty solid victory over Alexander Bublik of Kazakhstan. Well done, mate. Good job. Yeah, he uh, blitzed it from the second set onwards. It was a good watch. <laughs> That's all from us here at Sport Today. If you like what we're doing, please leave a review on whichever podcasting app you're using. Have a wonderful day and we'll catch you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.